Previously on Real Housewives Coupled with Chaos. But you know what I always say. I mean, I yeah, drink, drink into up. my family. That's what you say. Drink up. And I always say Bottoms that up. I, say, growing up, I assume the hateful things that people say when they drink are how they really feel. Yeah, I thought you were going to say. And that they're just holding back the rest of the time. Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> that yeah. is, I thought you was what you were going. That's not me. <laughs> Wrong show. I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Real Housewives Coupled with Chaos. Real Housewives Coupled with Chaos. We're going to cover Beverly Hills, Season 12, Episode 13, Rose Colored Glasses. We are going to have Real Housewives of Dubai, Season 1, Episode 9, Dance Hall It Out, and Real Housewives of Atlanta, will be by subscription at the end, Season 14, Episode 12, Trust, Planning, Issues. So, Trust Issues, and they threw planning in the middle of it. Mm. So, we'll go with Beverly Hills first. Um, I think, uh, what in the heck happened with Lisa? Right? Yeah. She's just cussing and swearing. Do you think yeah. it was the alcohol talking? Yeah. The, these ladies and, and, and the alcohol, alcohol. It's a problem. It is something. I mean, the way the preview, well, I'm going to say, I think she told it? Sutton to get out of her house. She did. I saw, I was trying to, after it happened, I tried to think, well, did she really do that? Or was she trying to say, if you talk about my kids or my husband, you're out of the house. But did no, Sutton? I think she was telling her to leave. Did Sutton talk about her kids? And no, she it was, didn't. No, it was purely on the the. She was referring to the public thing she said about her and Harry not um, thanking her for their table at the charity event. So she took that as kind of a slight on Harry. On Harry, because she said it affected his reputation. Just because they're poor. <laughs> I think, um, you know, this whole thing outside at Lisa's, we talked about it in Inside Scoop when it happened. It turns out it's not true. But the story at the time was that Cherie got bit by a rat mm. at this place and had to be rushed off by ambulance. Yeah, I remember us covering the fact that there was an ambulance present. Cherie, both Cherie and Lisa say this is not what happened. It turns out I think Cherie had COVID after this happens. Mm. And so that she may even have been hospitalized because of that. So that's where I think that's where this came from. So this didn't actually happen. <laughs> so that isn't really a thing. Lisa's just um, Lisa. <laughs> you know, she's with Sutton and everything's fine at lunch. Yes. We see all of this and we go, okay, everything's relatively okay. This uh-huh. is a touchy thing. But then she turns on her as soon as she's in front of the group yeah. again. Do you think there was an agreement? Because this was a hot item. This this benefit and the table and whether or not Sutton paid. Do you think the two of them got together and said, look, let's bury this for the cameras. Let's get in front of everybody and just... End this thing. I don't know. Because it was huge. I mean, there are facts that are there or not. Lisa paid for a table, didn't pay for a table. Mm -hmm. Sutton paid for a table, didn't pay for a table. These things aren't 
really uh, negotiable. Yeah, they're not disputable. You could produce receipts uh-huh. that say what happened. So for everybody to apologize and kind of have it be over. Did we ever really get to the bottom of who paid, who didn't no, pay? No, we didn't. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm getting at. They both just let this thing go away. Uh-huh. So f- maybe my thought is... There's some truth to both sides? Well, I don't know. We're kind of anti-Lisa, right? Yeah. Pro-Sutton. That's yes. kind of how we roll. So we're going to go with um, Sutton has agreed to let Lisa off the hook. For their sake of their reputation or yeah, something. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, yeah. I think that's it. So they're all fine with the with the Elton issues, and they let it go. So weird. Except yeah, she didn't, because no. then she got on her again, all over again. Yeah, and Sutton apologized. You can see Sutton go. She's like out of the blue. I thought we put this behind us. Right. I thought this was over, and it's and not. And it over. doesn't look like it's over. Well, it's what the alcohol does to people, right? I guess. Yeah. Well, and. Two, I think with Lisa, part of it is she just likes to show her ass in front of the ladies. Yes. Well, you know? Sutton kind of said that. Now that you have an audience right. and alcohol, right. this is what happens. I think so, too. That um, She's just, you know, making a show. And, and really, isn't this what Lisa does to make herself stay relevant on the show? Exactly. She just manufactures drama and inserts herself. Yeah, she's walking a fine line, though. But isn't she always been walking a fine line? So we got to see Sutton as a parent this time. Some more of that. I know you like to see that. Yeah. Looks like she puts her boy to work. Yeah. Filling soda vending machines. Yeah. In probably in Augusta, Georgia (laughs) in the summer. It's hot and nasty there. I did. I, I was in Augusta, Georgia from. Boy, we all of our ties are. It's weird, isn't, isn't it? it? I was in Augusta, Georgia, from January of 1990 until uh, July or August of 1990. So I spent, I spent. Numbers are hard. A good eight months, eight and a half months there. I think was like, that. Fort Gordon? That was at Fort Gordon. Yeah, I've been there too. It is pretty nasty. Well, Augusta is really, I think, three things. I rode a hot, packed bus in August to Augusta, Georgia. I did too. I rode a bus probably from, from Virginia. Fort Jackson to to Fort Gordon. I would assume that is really a blur. Yeah, I, I rode it with my mom. Nineteen ninety from Fort Eustis to Atlanta. Nineteen ninety. It's a long time. It was a long time ago. Hard to imagine all of that. Well, Augusta is three things. I think Fort Gordon's a minor part of it. I think just because we're there, or we were there for that, or I was there, and you were there, your brother was attached there. Yeah. That um, Fort Gordon is there, but it Augusta is rich and poor and military. That's what you have there. It's mm-hmm. a tale of really two classes. So yeah, the, rich never... are rich, the rich are really rich. That's where they have the master's. The rich, rich are there. Mm-hmm. And I think Sutton is from the rich, rich side of that. That is where her family's from. But she I, t- teaches I, Philip to make chicken salad. He's like a normal person, you know? Mm-hmm. You like that Sutton is like a normal mom. I do. 
I never had considered that before, but I wonder if um, you and I were there at the same time. We would not have been. Your brother would have been through there much sooner than me. Well, he was there with his wife when the oldest kid was born. He would have been there during school, right? Because that's what you do there. We Mm -hmm. go to communication school at Fort Gordon, and and he would have been in and out of there before I got there. So there's no doubt about that. That's not – that is not possible because we would have been in the same class. Gotcha. Because there's only one class at a time for that job. Okay. So I know that is why – I had to be in the class with my brother for that reason alone. They couldn't put us in different classes, and he followed me. And I'm not happy about that still. 32 years later, 33 years later. But that um, he wanted to join the military, and she didn't necessarily want that, so they've agreed on a compromise of the Citadel. That's funny. Isn't that expensive? Um, I don't think she's worried about that. And it's more of a military school, so I think there is a military obligation attached yeah. to it. Right. It may not be there. It's not like West Point or something like that. I haven't researched Do they what. turn out officers yes. only? That's okay. what that does. So Interesting. I don't know if there is a military obligation tied to it or not. The um I think the most interesting converse there was two interesting conversations, Garcelle and Dorit. And Garcelle's book kind of um, was interesting. Yeah. She put I out said two to you, things. I might actually have to hunt that down because. That is funny. D, I think it was D had asked us in, in an email weeks ago about whether or not we'd read any of the books. And I kind of made light of it. Yeah, like, I would chuckle at that, except that it sounds like there's some uh, some tea to spill in this book. Yeah, so I might have to. Garcelle led an interesting life. She has. She did date Will Smith. I think they were in a movie together. She has posed for Playboy, which I didn't know. Uh-huh. Which is probably I would assume that had come out in a show at some point. Uh-huh. I and could it's imagine probably why she had an encounter with Bill Cosby. Yeah, it might <laughs> he probably be the saw case her in Playboy and decided mm-hmm. to hit on her. And he, she has a, a, a Bill Cosby story, which I think. Yeah. Is, so maybe we're promoting her book. Mm-hmm. It's entirely possible. So, D, I think I have a Christmas gift for Kelly. And I, <laughs> so, she, this will be. No, no, I'm cheap. I will get it from the library. That would probably take a long time. <laughs> so, she would do that. That's how she rolls. Yes, I did. would get it. So, but it may be, you have maybe pushed us to reading our first Real Housewives book. <laughs> maybe we can have transcripts. We'll read it, we'll have a reading. Like Garcelle did. Can we do that? Wouldn't that be hard? I don't can, think you can. I don't think you can do that. I don't that think you could do that. Without permission? No. I guess you could promote it for free, but you probably couldn't read from it. It would be copyright, copyrighted material. Right. So. We'll just call her up. See what she thinks. That's it. Hey, will you read this for us? That'll be fine. We will give you um, 10% of what we make on our podcast. <laughs> Which is nothing. This will get you a drink. This will get you. At 7-Eleven. Is what you could get. But a small one, like a, a fountain drink. is <laughs> A Slurpee doing. when they're only a dollar. <laughs> the other interesting conversation was Erica's about her little side gig that she s- seems serious about doing. 
about being a dominatrix. What the heck? I texted you when I was watching it. I'm like, is this really where we've come to? Erica pitching herself as a part-time dominatrix, but only to high-end clients and only up to five at a time. Well, I guess if you charge enough. She said she's the perfect person to do this. Because she knows the most narcissistic old men. Hmm. Wow. Next thing you know, she is going to be selling farts in jars. Oh, my gosh. And so whatever she can do. You know, for her, it's, you know, vulgar and crude is what yes. she is. I don't know if she thinks that that's the way to, uh, I don't know, to be relevant. But she talks about, you know, getting the D. And, yeah. I mean, it's just, it seems, I know we're. She's so unladylike. We're prudy. We're judgy. I get it. <laughs> Right, we we can't help who we are. Right, and she is fully entitled to get as much of the D but, as but she really, wants is, to is get. Is this as much as she thinks of herself? Yeah, I think is this the image you, you want to portray? And it may be. It, it may. But I would ask, you know, is this what I think of myself? Yeah. Is this all I'm good for? She obviously, I think she's got she obviously it. doesn't think she has any kind of other skill set to offer. Well, isn't that kind of crappy? I mean, here's yeah. the bad part of, you know, we, we have kind of been around some people who maybe later in life had had some marital issues. And we had talked about, like, what would they do? You, you know, and so there's a nasty little trap there. Uh-huh. And, and so I understand the desperation of I'm not sure what to do. Uh-huh. The thing that somebody like that should do is tighten the belt, maybe move out of the the thing to do. Get away from the luxurious lifestyle. Get away from the most expensive place in the world or one of the most expensive places in the world. Go move to you know, small town Salina, Kansas. Right. <laughs> and so you could do something there. But to become a dominatrix to older men. I mean, how long could you really do this if that's something you were going to do? That's not going to happen. Yeah, and if everything that you do involves your sexuality, what happens when you're old and wizendy? Yeah, you know. Then what do you got? I don't know. I'm I'm not sure how that's going to (laughs) work at all. So, And so many people with COVID... And we knew about that. Yeah. I mean, this season had been had drug out filming because of that. Right. And we were reporting on that on Inside Scoop as it was happening. Yeah. So that's not a shocker. We I mean, it was, that. I think we everybody. Knew that was coming. Kathy either yeah, had in it. succession. Had it or it. exposed to it was everybody. Yeah. You know? It was massive. So. Real Housewives of Dubai. This was of the episodes I think it was other than the Brooks going crazy with Sarah at Cheyenne, at uh, Chanel's event. Other than that, there wasn't a whole lot to this. It was kind of a finding out who really can't dance. <laughs> I was surprised that that Ian was a worse dancer yeah, than Yeah, she Stanberry. had a good time though. Stanberry, well, I think you give it to her for there is She's and even bold. The, the husbands even talked about it. Right. There Her is no body more enthusiastic about this than her. Uh-huh. You know, and isn't there something almost uh, fun about her? Yes, even, magnetic. Even though I wouldn't want to go out in public with her. Yeah. 
But I guess you wouldn't have to worry about being embarrassed because all the attention would be on her. Uh-huh. Boy, they, her outfits are, are just something else, aren't they? They are something else. Even the workout outfit. Yes. Everything is out there. It is over the money that she must top. spend on clothing. Because I'm sure she only wears everything one time. Oh, sure. Because <laughs> and like they all said about her, everything she wears is couture. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's a lot of money. I thought um, you saw that Stanberry was a little upset. She knew that Ian was a poor dancer. But the award they tried to give her was who is least likely to dance again. Uh-huh. That was the award, and she seemed offended that she was going to get it, but she's not going to dance again. She's probably never danced before uh-huh. other than at her wedding. She's just not somebody who's loose enough to dance. Uh-huh. I would be the same. I'm just not ever free enough, and I think she's kind of the same. I'm never free enough to just let loose. Right. She seemed like, genuinely offended. Like she took it personally or something. Yes. But the award was really, you're probably not going to, you don't go around yeah, dancing. And it was supposed to be, the whole thing was supposed to be funny. That you were supposed to laugh well, it all off. It was in fun. At English, she's, you yeah. know, funny Too prim and proper quite. for that. Although, I have to say that the little, like the dating game thing they did with that Sergio. That was so cute. I do. I think it really was. It was cute, and it seemed genuine, and they were laughing and relaxed and a real couple. That was so cute. I, I loved that. I liked it. They were talked about, like, the porn thing, and um, uh, Stanberry referenced, like, a porn star from, I think, possibly the 90s or the 2000s or something from, like, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It just tells you where she's at. And her age, and, and just how, and sir, it would have been somebody, and it was a person that had, I think Jenna Jameson was her name. She had crossed over into like, not really that relevant and not popular movies, but she's somebody who currently has got like some autoimmune disease. Wow. And, um, and so she's kind of been in the news lately. So, but that she referenced her, I thought would be, that was kind of funny. Sergio's like I don't you know I don't know who that is, so, but it was cute. I thought the thing between yeah, them was really, was really funny cute. and it looked genuine. Yeah. And when you see, I think for us, it looked like like the walls were broken. Yeah, down. you see them really being themselves, and you see how they ended up together. Yes. When they're just relaxed like that, and how they really interact. Right. And that's what we, as a couple, we want to see. I want to see how right. people really are. Yeah. This stuff you see in front of the camera. I think is just kind of hooey. Yeah, they were laughing and having a genuinely good time with each other. Like, I think Sarah is nothing like what we see. You know, she's this social aware activist person. Uh-huh. And I believe that every word that she says is it's choreographed. Rehearsed. Uh-huh. Yes. And so I think Brooks said that in one of their arguments. It was going to be last week or the week before about the real Sarah. Uh-huh. And and so my impression of her is she's here for a reason, and it's to promote Sarah. And I get it, but I do believe we're seeing the real Brooks. Yeah. Because she looks to fight whenever she has the chance. And she yeah. wasn't drunk this time. No. So there's no – drinking's not involved. She she's just, just sh- a short fuse. She just goes left. Yep. And then she goes and throws Ian under the bus yes. and said, hey, what did you say about Sarah? And you know what Chanel does? 
says exactly what she said about Sarah. Sarah, uh-huh. this is exactly what right. I said. She wasn't hiding anything. She said you – I think she said you're a bit um, condescending. You can be a bit condescending. But she said it in a in a normal tone, in a calm way. Right. And, you know, you're always offering people advice. That's kind of what happens. So I think um, you see Nina in the middle of all of this and she's trying to referee, but this thing, Brooks is yeah, just. she's crazy. Yeah, I wasn't going to use that word. Unstable. But, yeah. We see her with her husband and she's calm with her husband, her ex-husband. Yeah. You know, you wonder if she, you can see she was really pretty hurt by the fall of that relationship. Mm. I think I saw a little bit different side of her. When she was having that conversation with him about how he's changed and how she liked how he is now. Why couldn't he have been that way before? You know? And, and I think there was a battle about the son. All, I'm, I'm sure of it. Uh-huh. I'm sure any breaking up of a relationship with Brooks would have been... Bitter. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing cordial. I, I feel like maybe... That whole downfall of that relationship may have contributed to how bitter and nasty she is now. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a defense mechanism or what have you. Yeah. A way to cope with trying to get by on your own or whatever. And that she was, I wonder who was paying for the $1.2 to $1.5 million house. I wonder how mm-hmm. that was going. Mm-hmm. I it think seemed o- to me like maybe the two of them might ought to revisit their relationship now i don't think to me at this point the way brooks is i'm not sure she's capable of being in a i mean st- if they if they had any real tenderness between them at any point neither of them seemed like the tender type mm. you know it's his eastern european i forget where he was from serbia or something like that uh-huh. i don't know that to be true uh-huh. but i'm just the accent seemed to be eastern yeah, european did. You, they're not known for soft and right. cuddly. That's not what they normally bring to the table. You know, we're thinking of like a you know, Moldova or somebody. You think of Andre, uh-huh. not just a cuddler. Right. <laughs> That's not what they do. I thought it was pretty rude. You know, they had all that whole fight with Sarah and and Brooks. Yeah, I was, there. I was looking at the Ethiopian restaurant yeah. waitress thinking, man, how embarrassing. And, and they here all walk she's out. left with all this food. Yeah. I'd be like calling up all the friends I know. Hey, anybody hungry? Yeah. <laughs> I had a whole uh, crap ton of food down I there. I sat down and said, you know what? I'm going Dig for in. it. Dig in. <laughs> and then she got up to Pete. I always thought that was great. <laughs> with her big fluffy feathery that dress. Super, you know, she brings it. And over. you know, that is a tiny little restaurant. Did yeah. you see they had boxes well, stacked by the bathroom and stuff? It's like a little deli place. I mean, you think about stuff. I'm sure that is a small inside place and then seating probably outside. On it looks a, like that might have been the only big table in the place. Well, that wouldn't be that uncommon for a small restaurant. But for her know? to dress like that in right. that place, there's boxes stacked against the walls, for goodness sake. Her sakes. dress took up the whole place. <laughs> exactly. She's probably cleaning the floor with it. Yeah. Dragging it into the bathroom. We are in the rest of this episode. If you stick around, subscribe if you haven't already done so. Stick around for Atlanta. I think it was uh, it was a fun episode. I think for us personally, it kind of struck a chord. Yeah. So I think we'll talk about that a bit. So, so stay tuned for that. 
thank you for listening. You can hear the rest of this episode and exclusive 90-day Real Housewife and personal podcast content on Patreon, Supercast, or our Apple channel for less than $4 a month. Just search for Coupled with Chaos in any of those three platforms or see the instructions and links in the show notes. You can also find us on all the socials at Coupled with Chaos. Email us directly at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. 